0: Freak-a-book.
1: hey! Hey guys, welcome, welcome to the fucking show.
0: Welcome to the show. It's all
1: happening. This is our very serendipitous episode number thirteen.
0: Thirteenth episode.
1: Some Thir- some may say unlucky.
0: Some may say unlucky. <laughs> Thirteenth episode focusing on the number thirteen.
1: That's actually that's what we we decided to just fucking run with it. Yeah. This is the whole topic of the episode.
0: Thinking outside the box.
1: Number 13, man.
0: Yeah. I'm gonna cut to shit. Yeah? We've got a shitty fucking morning.
1: Yeah, we have. We've got a, a shitty rough
0: one. fucking morning. We were gonna record this five hours ago. Life got in the way. Yeah. You know what? Voices were raised.
1: We're, hey guys, we're nihilists now.
0: <laughs> we're nihilists now. Life's not fair. That's the conclusion we came to and we have to record this because I'm going out of town and it's all happening. So you know what we decided?
1: We're going to make this the best episode of This is going to be the ever. best
0: fucking episode we've ever done.
1: Yeah, we're bringing it to you.
0: Although I got to say that doesn't sound nihilistic. We're already going against our... Yeah, uh, no,
1: but we're putting on game faces. Oh, we're putting on our game yeah. face. So. We're, you know, putting on our... Like, uh, underneath, we we have our, our nihilist... Uh, yeah. Our German fuck, nihilist fuck the face. world, yeah. And then we have our, our mask of fucking, like, just professionalism.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. And um,
1: bringing positivity... Pro- <laughs> positivity. <laughs> bringing positivity to the world.
0: That's what we're doing. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. So... Without further fucking do, we're here. We're doing it.
1: Yeah. We're here, and we're queer. Not in the um, the gay pride sense, which we're 100% behind. Yes. But we're just off the beaten path.
0: Shout out to all the queers. Yeah. We love and,
1: you. And, you know, everyone, man. Do what you're
0: going to do. But we're, we've seriously... I thought I, we were going to do one that I didn't have to edit. It's true. We we're fully just going to have to roll with it. We're already fucking So
1: up. we... As I said, we're we're. This is on the number thirteen, and uh, okay, so it's got a it's got a bad rap. It's an unlucky number, right? Yeah, thirteen, black cats, fucking under ladders, that kind of that kind of shit. Broken mirrors. But it's broken mirrors. But it's a uh, it's a real thing. There's an actual um, uh, disorder about a pathological fucking abnormal fear of the number 13, and it's called triskaidekaphobia, And it's one of the most popular mysteries in science, but has no real explanations.
0: So what do you mean? What so
1: superstitious sufferers of, I'm not going to say it again, but they try to avoid bad luck at, at all costs by keeping away from anything numbered, or labeled 13. As a result, companies, manufacturers, so many different industries, which I, I was kind of shocked that they, they adhere to this, but they just stop, they don't put 13 on shit because That's crazy. it freaks people out. Fucking fre- freaks people out. So I'm gonna start this whole episode um, by saying that my grandfather. Was very, very deathly afraid of Friday the 13th. And that's, um, that's a whole nother thing. That's an even longer name than I'm not even gonna Yeah, read.
0: you gotta read that one.
1: Will you try and read it?
0: Uh, it looks like. I'm, All re- right. I actually don't have the notes. Billy has the notes, but this looks like somebody just smashed the fuck out of a keyboard. Yeah, that's
1: what you said. It was like. It's like a string just- of
0: like. So it's Paraskevideketriophobia.
1: That's pretty good.
0: And that is the, what is that?
1: That's the fear of Friday the oh, 13th yeah. in, in particular.
0: There's a scientific term. Now,
1: I, I never had the, the chance to meet my grandfather, Charlie Morrison. Um, but he, I grew up knowing that he was deathly afraid of Friday the 13th. He right. would not leave the house I don't really know how that worked in terms of job or whatever. Right. He probably he lost his job. wouldn't leave the house. He was deathly superstitious with, like, in regard to, like, older classics. Like, he'd never go under a ladder, black cats, like, all right. that kind of shit.
0: And so these people, like, I, you know, I, did something happen on fire? I don't get it. Well, that's what you said. I, like, no, I'm saying think- it now. It, it, like, you'd think it would have to happen for you to be afraid of it.
1: No, I think it's, it's, it. It's just in you're, general, you're just told that it's a, it's a bad day and you just, you just take, obsess on you that just take or that. I don't know necessarily whether he had the disorder or not.
0: But uh, are, my family, are you saying you, you you're not uh, sure if your grandfather had Paraskevide,
1: as- I, like uh, so cuc- I don't know if he had that. But um, my family is pretty superstitious all around. Like, my mom does the weird, like, white rabbits thing.
0: Mm-hmm. She'll, like... Crush- she buys lottery tickets. She super buys... <laughs> <laughs> so super- that's... Yeah. That's a bit of a sign. And they're
1: gamblers. My whole family are, like, gamblers. Oh, yeah. Like, to- horse racing, like, down... Oh, yeah, they oh, love that shit. they love it. But um, my, my father would never leave shoes on a table. That was, like, the worst thing.
0: I thought it was a hat on a bed.
1: Hat on a bed is from... Drugstore Cowboy, that movie, which I well, I, I don't
0: think they inv- the movie didn't invent it. Yeah, that.
1: but I don't leave a hat on a bed, nor do I lose leave, sh- leave shoes on a table. And the shoes on the table is from the Irish because apparently when somebody died, there they would bring their best shoes onto the kitchen table and polish them so they'd be ready for their fucking coffin.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, that's weird. I mean, you'd get you don't want to, you'd make your table dirty. I put shoes <laughs> on the counter when I'm cleaning them in the sink.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I, I don't put them on a table is all, all I'm saying. Okay. Point is, is my family's really buys into all this shit. So I kind of, I grew up with, I, you know, I do the thing. I throw the salt over the shoulder. Mm-hmm. There's a ton of shit that I do when you think about it. There's a lot of stuff. Yeah. I used to like uh, lift my feet if I went over uh, train tracks. I used to touch a button if you drove past a cemetery.
0: It's what? a lot of shit. Oh, okay. There was there was, was a pic- this back in the thirties when your clothes had buttons?
1: Nope. <laughs> this was uh, I, I changed it in that you could um touch the the, the button on your car door.
0: You know that's what I not mean? a button.
1: Well that in my mind I was like I transferred that into it was a well, button. Well that's not Well, I I'm talking about old old buttons too when they actually popped out.
0: Are you talking Time. about the car door thing? The I'm lap? talking
1: about the cars in the thirties. Yes. When I,
0: when you had a wooden button on your fucking,
1: uh, okay. The thing is fucking, I, I'm, I kind of buy into all these weird superstitions. I do the stuff. Yeah, but you because, don't cause
0: then you just make, you just change it to be your own thing.
1: No. Cause you have to adapt just like you guys in Chicago with the knock on wood. Why, why do you knock on your thigh?
0: Cause nothing's made out of wood anymore.
1: Exactly. Uh, okay. So you adapted the knock on wood. To knock on thigh. Because you could never find any wood in fucking Chicago. Mm-mm. So you just got to knock on your thigh because you've always got that yeah. with you. It's
0: all brick, metal, and bullets in and Chicago. And how
1: many times do you and I knock on our thigh?
0: All day, every day. Especially
1: if you're driving in the car and you see a cop.
0: Oh, you knock, knock, knock on thigh.
1: thigh. And, and Robert and I look at it. We got, we're in the corner of mm-hmm. each other's eye. Here's the other thing that we do. If we're driving in the car and you knock on your thigh, but you, I, I don't know what you're knocking on your thigh about. I don't ask you why you did it. I just knock on yeah, my thigh. Yeah, you do
0: And normally it's like a weird thought.
1: Yes, but I. It's I, like I, I hope I don't that you, I, don't I didn't
0: want, leave the oven on, uh, or I hope that it's, a blade doesn't fall and. Exactly.
1: Hit. I don't want you to articulate it because then you it becomes real.
0: Again, it's real to you. Yeah. Because, exactly. So we,
1: I just knock on thigh. We for, do that for that. So the point is that has
0: nothing to do with 13 though.
1: What I'm saying is it's all about superstitions, right? Mhm. It's all about superstitions. So this is our 13th episode, here we go. So we're going to I'm going to just break down a couple of the things that happened on Friday the 13th but the, that you may or may not have thought about before. So a lot of people don't go to work on Friday the 13th.
0: No, oh, that's a luxury.
1: Right? It has been estimated, and this is from the internet, so you know that it is real. Oh, it's real. That U.S. businesses lose millions or slash billions of dollars because of cancelled appointments, absenteeism, people just fucking not showing up to work.
0: Like your grandfather.
1: Exactly. On fucking Friday the 13th. It's It's a real thing. That's crazy. So...
0: The real crazy would be, let's do the math on Instagram in the shitter. Oh, yeah. Trillions.
1: So... What?
0: Trillions of dollars lost Oh yeah oh. The- I'll, I'll be in I'll be 45 minutes oh, uh-huh. I don't care Think about that How many people are on Instagram In the shitter at work for hours Yeah Because it used to be You go in there You got nothing You do it You get out You don't even want to be in the shitter at work Now you go to the shitter at work Even if you don't have to take shit So you yeah, can get on your Instagram to
1: fill, to fill in that last 15 minutes Or, or hour
0: yeah. or whatever I'm saying it's Trillions but I didn't know that people were uh, fucking off of work on Friday. I just I just show up. I thought I was just supposed to play pranks or something. Well
1: now I now that I know it's a real disorder, I'm like, I feel like I'm gonna negotiate this into any new work contract I have.
0: Yeah. And paid birthday. There's
1: there's at least one a year, or there's some sometimes two or three a year. Are there? You're guaranteed if you are just like, you know, it's as good as a religious holiday. You're just like, mm-hmm. look, I'm mad superstitious. Yeah. I just don't fuck around. I don't even leave. Yeah. I don't even leave my house. I don't leave the house. All right.
0: It's been passed down for the generations from my grandfather. So
1: a lot of people won't eat on, re- won't go out to eat on Friday the 13th. And therefore, a lot of restaurants close on Friday the
0: 13th. That's insane.
1: I've never known. I never knew this, right? Um, many people don't plan fucking weddings, vacations. Buy a house. They don't do anything important on Friday the thirteenth. Everyone will try to fuck it around. So you think about that economically too. Yeah, you? this is insane.
0: It's pretty big impact.
1: Um. So a lot, I guess, a lot of people have have t- spoken about this or have noticed it that a lot of buildings don't have a thirteenth floor.
0: I have noticed that.
1: It's pretty fucking. That's crazy. Weird. That's
0: fucking weird.
1: Like, think about that, like yeah. economically, for a minute. It's fucking crazy. Well, they just rename it. And they're saying that a lot of yeah, they call it 12A maybe. That's a lot of
0: th- I thought they just skipped to 14.
1: They, well, they skip to 14 sometimes, but oh. in ho- a lot of hotel rooms won't have a 13 and they'll call it 12A instead of 13. Uh, or they skip. They on do. the door? Yeah, they'll 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 just basically their thing is is that people are so superstitious. If we have this, we're losing money.
0: Yeah, they're like people- I'm not taking room 13. Yeah. I'm not trying to get fucking raped.
1: Exactly. Or yeah. Whatever, whatever the fuck happens, um, a lot of auditorium and stadium stadium seats skip the number thirteen. We and we have to. We should check this out. But I've, I've seen pictures. Next a time picture we're at it. Kings. Yeah, League. yeah. Um, airlines, which I don't know about that. I feel like I've been on a thirteen. You've been
0: on row thirteen. I don't know. Can you validate? Well, I'm
1: gonna I'm gonna investigate that more. But airlines and theaters theaters do avoid that. Um, now travelers, as you can imagine, are incredibly superstitious about the number 13. So again, they're saying... Like gypsies? No, like people who go overseas, regular people.
0: vacationers.
1: (laughs) not like travelers, English gypsies.
0: Oh.
1: Romany gypsies. Right. Um... But yeah, people who fly and stuff who are going on a trip are incredibly superstitious about the number 13. So so anyone in those kind of industries avoid it at all costs. Now, there was a thing where Brussels Airlines had to change the logo after superstitious pa- passengers were complaining that the thirteen dots they had like thirteen dots that made up the letter B in um, Brussels Airlines. Oh, crazy! And people f- freaked out, and they got so many letters and stuff that they had to change their logo.
0: This is fucking crazy. This is what I'm saying. People actually care about this people.
1: Shit? Have this this sort of fucking psycho about it. Now here's here's another couple of cool things. It's apparently notoriously bad luck to have thirteen guests around a table so if you have a dinner table you should never have 13 people wow and in fact if you do have 13 people around the table legend has it that one of the 13 will die before the year end
0: oh Oh. hopefully it's me
1: (laughs) (laughs) there's only just there's only always two of us from around this table
0: yeah well, sometimes that's yeah. uh, true. Yeah. You can get thirteen people to show up to your dinner party that, in LA, anyway.
1: I think that's kind of cool, and I I feel like there would be a thing in like um like fifties etiquette books about right, like that. Right. Like, do not ever yeah. have a dinner party right. with the number of thirteen around the table. It is most. Wonderful. Lucky to do so, you know what I mean. Uh, I like
0: that you're doing an English accent. I would say it's probably the page after the uh, how to arrange the cigarette platter,
1: exactly. Oh my god,
0: the best parties ever. My parents said that my mom was saying they used to have cigarette platters at their parties. Mm -hmm.
1: Oh, yeah, so fucking rad. No, this is one that you'll like, Rob, too. According to popular law. There are 13 steps leading up to the gallows.
0: Oh, nice.
1: And when you actually look at it, historically, the gallows actually... The steps varied kind of wildly, but a lot of them, they would bring up the number to 13. What do you mean? Like, they would, like design it so to make sure it would have 13 like steps. they would turn it into like
0: a bit of a spiral they staircase do, or something so they could add something something a few more so they could
1: have 13 why steps. wouldn't they
0: just make them smaller I
1: don't know well maybe that's what they did you know what I mean they would they would alter it so they could have 13 right this is what lore says now a park what, ranger this is what what says lore lore yeah l-o-r-e yeah lore
0: so the internet yeah
1: yeah modern floor. <laughs> um, a park ranger... I forgot
0: we were trying to make this the best episode.
1: I know, you are just shitting on me this whole time. No, I'm not it's trying to show to
0: you, I'm, I'm, I'm confused. A
1: park ranger once said, this is kind of cool, there are 13 steps on the gallows, 12 up and one down.
0: Nice. I like that.
1: Oh, was kind of cool. Yeah. I left that quote in there because I... I I thought you'd kind of appreciate. I that.
0: did, and I like the kind of the character you were kind of. Yeah, the kind mm. of
1: like Deadwood thing.
0: Yeah, Deadwood. Yeah. Yeah.
1: This is this is something that I thought was really fucking cool. Okay. This is uh, this is pretty fucking juicy to me. Okay. So, according to superstition, that old chestnut. Mm-hmm. Anyone with 13 letters in their name is regarded to have the devil's luck. Oh. And that sounds kind of
0: cool, I was going right? to say, isn't that, is that, that'd be good.
1: But it's not. It it's means not that you're fucking cursed. Oh. If you have 13 letters in your name, you're cursed. And if you're unconvinced, which I'm, you're giving me that kind of stink eye, consider that a number of notorious murderers' names... Have thirteen letters. Let me read you a couple of these.
0: Shoot me the list.
1: Charles Manson. That's thirteen. Thirteen letters. Count them if you don't believe me. About
0: Rest in peace, Charles Manson. Recently in the news.
1: I know that he's not going to add up any of these. But oh I, no,
0: I'm not. I'm looking. I at, also
1: found these on the internet. So, we, but did you count good. them? I counted a couple of them. Um, Jack the Ripper. Thirteen letters.
0: Wait a minute, that's not his name.
1: Yeah, but then no one ever knows his real name.
0: They found, I thought they found him.
1: They never found him. Thing on Netflix. Not really. This is like yeah, one of the many theories. Jack the Ripper. Jack the Riffer.
0: Riffer. R- Ripper. Ripper. <laughs> Ripper. He fucking. He's got a guitar. He's fucking.
1: Get all right. Next one. Jeffrey Dahmer. Okay. No shit.
0: Is that thirteen?
1: Okay. Theodore Bundy, thirteen letters.
0: Oh
1: shit! I'm not even kidding you. This is fucking crazy. I'm getting goosebumps. Next, no, you're not.
0: You <laughs> but but, if, but man- You
1: gave me such a cheeky look. You're nice. like, I'm getting goosebumps. But imagine like, if
0: I imagine if I was.
1: It would be cool if you were. Uh, Albert DeSalvo. You're not even gonna know who, who the fucks that. That is uh, the Boston Strangler, who probably didn't actually do.
0: Oh, from the marathon.
1: No, no, that's the bomber. The strangler was the one who strangled everyone with the uh, pantyhose and like tied bows around their necks. Oh. No, it's, it's all fucked up. He admitted to all these murders that he couldn't have done, and half of them were like old women, half of them were young girls, and they were like,
0: Wait, so you're saying that anyway, uh, you, if you, if you were the type to kill an old woman, you wouldn't kill a young girl?"
1: Okay, so exactly in in serial killer logic, you wouldn't. You wouldn't kind of flip-flop like that.
0: What if he's anyway, a man? He's a man of many Whatever. Case.
1: And in case you're wondering, our old mate, Adolf Hitler, he was actually born as Adolphus Hitler. Thirteen letters. No way. And guess what? Here's another one. Saddam Hussein. Oh, my sick.
0: Heart.
1: Coincidentally, he was actually captured on the thirteenth of December. So it was Was a, it a Friday? It, did, it doesn't say whether oh. it was
0: a Friday. We're to
1: look that up. Two thousand and three. Somebody In, somebody let us know.
0: December fifteenth, two thousand three. Somebody find an old calendar.
1: So the point is, I was very hyped about this, so immediately I looked to see whether you had thirteen letters. Of course you, know? you
0: would. No, twenty.
1: Yeah, and and Rob Meinhart only has twelve. Right. If you did Rob P Meinhart, it would be thirteen.
0: Billy, You can't keep say you can't say all that You th-
1: gotta speak louder if you're walking to the fridge, man.
0: You can't say all that information, People are gonna steal my fucking social.
1: Oh, listen. You're. We're all fucked anyway. All what, right. what are you doing? You. He's pacing around the room I'm over trying, here.
0: Trying to do this quietly. <laughs> Quit blowing up my spot.
1: Uh, the point is that was fucking. That's kind of trippy to me because I like. I like that kind of thing that you. You know, you're born under a lucky sign or you've got the devil's curse and stuff. But that's we kind of like got yeah. a lot of coink, dinks. Yeah, I like if that. If you ask me, I like that. And. So I thought that was pretty fucking cool. So I mean, that's that's generally like some of the some of the fucking crazy things about the number thirteen. But you found out some some cool things, right? I, I did research Subco- sub stuff. Rob did research this week,
0: guys. I did research. Everybody
1: can't even believe it.
0: Well, don't get used to it. <laughs> um, we live in Southern California. We sure do, and uh, the number thirteen is kind of a big deal in the gang culture down here. Huge on a couple of on a couple of uh, different avenues.
1: Yeah, you see a lot of thirteens. See a lot uh, of thirteens so down here. Sprayed up there.
0: Let me uh let me fucking let me break it down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, break it down. You want me to break it down?
1: do like a tw- pretend it's like 21 Jump Street and yeah. you're like you know you're trying to you're, you're going like hey hey man what you gonna understand about SoCal <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> cause yeah. that's how gang-, gang members speak that's right? how they talk yeah Cali yo Cali life
0: they say Cali yo <laughs> yeah um I'm just going to try and do it the best I can. because so this I'm a bit out of my wheelhouse when I'm running the show.
1: No, you're you know great. I mean? You're doing great.
0: So uh, okay. So the number thirteen, Southern California, gangster culture. A lot of ga- a lot of gang shit happens uh, down here. In 1957, a group of uh, Hispanic inmates. Mm-hmm. They're actually in one of those like uh, I forget what they're called, but they're like like youth authorities or whatever, getting fucked with by a lot of other uh, prison gangs. Right. So they f- decided to form their own prison gang and uh, protect themselves from everybody else. They decided to call it the Mexican Mafia. Ooh, that's kind. I mean, it's kind of cool. Well, the thing was, like, they wanted to be, you know, like organized and like the sh- like on the level of the Italian mafia.
1: Right. They want to have that that infrastructure. But yeah. They want to be. They want to be like, hey, we're fucking Mexican. Right, yeah. We're, but
0: we're, we're Mexican. So, uh, so that's actually a thing that happened. Is like. They started, you know, recruiting all the scariest, like, gnarliest fucking Mexican gangsters. So there's a lot of Mexican gangs in Los Angeles. And uh, they doing gnarly shit, stabbing people to death, getting their name out there.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And then uh, they kind of decided, like, it's a little too Italian. Right. You know what I mean? Like, we're fucking Mexicans. Yeah. And Mexicans mm-hmm. are fucking a rad, proud people. And so they were, like, uh, decided to kind of change it. To something a little, That sounded a little more Mexican, right? Than mafia, so they're still kind of referred to as the Mexican mafia, but their their name is La M.
1: And, and that's a fucking
0: cool. That's a cool name because yeah. La, La M means the M.
1: The M in and Spanish. It's uh, but it, it but it sounds like scary, and it also like you know what really meant to you can't be walking around like Echo Park like saying La M, right? You can't um, be, like, yelling shit out.
0: I wouldn't yell any, I wouldn't yell out. Yeah, I wouldn't yell anything anywhere. <laughs> but but, uh, but
1: you know what I'm saying. It's like it, it has, like, a weight to it. Oh, like
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, of course, what's the 13th letter of the alphabet?
1: Well, is it uh, M?
0: It's M. So. And I
1: fucking love that. I never knew that until I came to the States and you explained to me this stuff about gang culture that that's... Where a lot of the numbers come from, right? It's like the yeah. thirteenth letter of the alphabet, right? Is M, and right, it's so fucking rad. And, they, and
0: and vice versa, like the Hells Angels are eighty ones, the Galloping Gooses are seventy sevens,
1: exactly. And
0: it's just letters and numbers, yeah. Um, so anyway, they uh, they became very powerful. They started, like, getting shifted around and they send them out to, like, gnarly prisons, like Folsom and all this shit. So
1: they still, like, in the pr- prison system or are they outside of the prison system? They're in system. the prison system at right. the moment. Okay.
0: This is a brief history. And believe me, like your it's research, huge. there's a shitload more in yeah. all this. Huge. I'm moving the cliff notes at yeah. best. At S- best. Scratching
1: the scratcher. I'm
0: scratching the scratcher, if you will. Um... They started getting bigger and bigger, uh, more powerful, more infinitely more powerful. And they kind of become like the biggest prison gang in Southern California. La M-A, the M. Right. Um, and then at some point they did decide like they should expand outside of prison. People are getting out. Mm-hmm. They're back on the streets. They're kind of seeing this like opportunity. Uh, and there was also like a lot of really gnarly violence going on between Hispanic gangs. Like, Mm -hmm. they were fighting each other a lot. And the the thing that was getting really ridiculous... And I guess this would be... This is, like, for some reason, this is, like, kind of vague in all the research I did, but I guess it would be the 80s or whatever. There's a lot of drive-bys and, like, little kids getting shot in drive-bys. And the police were, like, all over this shit.
1: It was in no early time, right? It was very
0: bad. The Olympics were coming to L.A.
1: They were cracking
0: down on everybody. They were, like, fucking smashing houses with battering rams and shit. And, uh... So they're like, all right, here's the deal. We're cu- we're, we need to be, be expanding outside of prison. Uh, they uh, see their opportunity. The Hispanic gangs are getting fucking way out of hand. And so what they decided to do was approach the leaders of all the Hispanic gangs in Southern California. Nice. And tell them, we're going to have this summit, and we would strongly advise you to show up. And it, fucking everybody knew who the fucking Mexican Mafia was. Right. So they're all like, kind of like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, we'll, we'll go. Okay. We'll go. So what they do is they hold this meeting in Elysian Park. And you and I know a lot about Elysian Park. We sure do. Because we used to live there. We did. And for those unfamiliar, Elysian Park is a big park. It's like wide open grass and shit surrounding Dodger Stadium in the neighborhood of Echo Park.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And we'd go there all the time. Um...
1: And it, it's it's a real fucking crazy eclectic mix. It's yeah. like you you have like the like homeboys like having like a, a birthday party or something with fucking all the shit. You have like hipsters there with their yeah. dogs. This like, is
0: now nowadays, yeah. yeah it, was, nowadays. it was probably very different, but like when Billy and I would go there, it was like uh, there's a lot of tr- like trails. There's a lot yeah. of woods surrounding it. Wilderness. So there's trails, and everybody's like walking their dogs through the trails, and like. We'd be walking our dog, and then we'd come across, like, a fucking severed goat head. Mm Mm-hmm. Slaughtered chickens. Oh,
1: yeah. Lots of of Santeria shit. Like, a lot
0: of Santeria shit gets dumped there and shit, but they do this really cool thing where, like... On the weekend in the summer, like all the lowrider car oh, car clubs it's show so up, sick. and there's these long parking lots. So that all the car lowrider car cl- clubs show up, and they just like park all their cars and start barbecuing and shit. So it's like an impromptu fucking lowrider car show, of, like the sickest fucking cars, the sickest
1: stuff. And there's that like the one of the things I love so much about LA and those kind of neighborhoods too is that there is a, a such a, a equal love of like family and gang. You know what I yeah. mean? Like all the guys there are into some fucking nefarious shit. Yes. But there's kids and there's old people, uh, and we're the all play. sharing food and like yeah. they're they're super cool. Like I've always had great experiences with um, Hispanic those, gangs. Yeah. in L.A.
0: Because they're yeah. the fucking shit. They're and fucking rap. They're always like, uh, you know. and it's
1: like you be you be cool to the old people, you be cool to the the little kids. Yeah. You be human to them, mm-hmm. and you know what? I, I, in the, in the, what, eight years that we lived in, like, Echo Park, very yeah. thick gang territory, yeah. we never had a single fucking problem. Oh, they were fucking... We had so much we, yeah, fun. Yeah, we had
0: fun with them. They'd invite us to barbecues. We found uh, Godzilla.
1: We did. We found for, our, uh, our, our neighbor's uh, Gila monster.
0: Yeah, we found our uh, neighbor, our meth-dealing neighbor's Gila monster was in our backyard once. We say, we, we, we fucking found it for him. That yeah, was it fucking
1: it, it, uh, it went came over my shoulder. It, this thing was six six fucking was foot huge. long and it came over my shoulder where I was, when I was reading The Shining in my backyard. <laughs> and I was so fucking and, deep into the book. And I, I had that feeling of someone looking at me and I turned around and it was this fucking big his name was Godzilla
0: yeah and it was a gila
1: the 6 foot m- fucking long lizard gila monster yeah
0: and they would like yeah and and you did one of these which you've only done a few times <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? I ran outside. I got a back injury. Yeah, Rob
1: had a sore back, so he came out and he's all limping. He's like, what? He's like, what the? Like, what are you fucking pissing and moaning about this time? (laughs) And then, like, he sees the thing and I'm like, that's...
0: That's jams. And then you went and found jams. He was under the house looking for it.
1: Yeah. They're
0: they're cool as fuck.
1: The point, the point is is that these are fucking, um, family, community... These are what these gangs are about. Yeah, they're
0: the shit. They're fucking yeah. So that's
1: a that's a warm people.
0: That's a, a a a bit of a picture of Elysian Park, and this would have been a bit earlier than we were there, but same same fucking deal. So what they do is, um, they all go, all the leaders go to the park, and they uh, they they have there's cops doing surveillance and shit, so they stage this big like football game. And it's just like, you know, a bunch of cholos playing football or whatever. But essentially, what's happening is like behind the scenes, there's all these groups of people and they're in the crowd behind this, you know, spectacle, figuring the shit out. out. Right. And what they're saying is like from now on, you street gang people are going to be loyal to us. Uh, You have to stop doing drive bys because this is like that's gotten fucking way out of hand and Mm -hmm. it's getting a lot of heat on everybody. Yeah. And then you have to pay us all your drug taxes, like pay us taxes. But in return, when you go to prison, uh, we'll look after you. Right. And so the thing is like pretty much all gangsters, like if you live a life of crime and you're committing crime and selling drugs with your friends, essentially at some point you're probably going to end up in prison. Yeah. And so they're all kind of like, ah, fuck, like these are the gnarliest dudes (laughs) in the prison system. And, uh, It'd probably be a good idea to be on their good side. So, for the most part, like, all of them joined it. Right. So, at this point... As as
1: you you would, As you kind of would. You're
0: going to end up there anyway. Yeah. Fucking whatever. You got to kick the dudes a little bit of money. Yeah. But it probably works out for everybody in the end. And uh, so, they essentially unified, like, all the Hispanic gangs in Los Angeles and surrounding areas under the Mexican mafia. Mm hmm And, uh, you know, it's like 47,000 fucking gangsters. And they all became part of it and they, they call themselves Serenios which is like south cuz it's like the south side of California and they uh, all write the number 13 after their gang name. So there's Venice 13, there's Echo Park 13, there's Crazy 13, there's Crazy Riders 13. Diamond so Spe- they're
1: they're all their little they're they're little their own gang under the umbrella, umbrella of, of LA. Eme.
0: LA. Eme. So when See. you're in Southern California you will drive around. You will see 13s all fucking day. And it's not always written as a 13. Sometimes it's X3 or XII. Yeah. Because that's Roman right. numerals. And they um, all write 13 after their shit.
1: Sick. Yeah. And I... This is one of the most exciting things for me. Like from uh, like a, a small-town gal from Australia coming, mm-hmm. coming into L.A. That fucking choice like LA gang graffiti oh, is some of the most
0: Actually Chicago's pretty fucking rad too but it's the, it's a certain way mm-hmm. that they do it is beautiful So
1: can I, you you may have said this already or you may have been avoiding on purpose I don't know I don't know what the thing but what is is, is there a connection with um MS13
0: MS is Marasavachucha. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So that's... They're not Mexican. They're um, Salvadorian.
1: Salvadorian, which we do have a lot of Salvadorian um, people in LA, right?
0: Yeah, but they pay taxes to the Mexican Mafia, so they're 13.
1: Right.
0: That's why they're MS-13. Otherwise, it'd be just MS. So they're under it, too. So... All right. So the thing is, like, when they all go to fucking jail, they're all cool. Mm. And for the most part, they're supposed to be cool outside of jail. You know what I mean? Right. But that's why it's MS13 is MS. Let me.
1: Right. I didn't know that. I thought yeah. that was like a that was like a whole No, they're thing. part of it cuz
0: they're Hispanic. I don't, I don't know if it's like Hispanic, Latino, you know, I don't know the right way to say it. South American people.
1: It's become yeah, it's become a little So
0: those gangs are all So when in California, everything is race-based in prison.
1: Hugely right Huge, like, like they'll more, be like More than anywhere else I don't
0: know more than anywhere But it, it is Like they'll say The black guys can't use the phone Like yeah. the warden will say Blacks can't use the phone uh, Whites whites can do this Blacks can't do this Mexicans you, can't you do this you pretty
1: much Got to affiliate
0: You have to as affiliate so, as, as soon, soon as, as you get in Yeah as soon as you get there Dude So it's like All Hispanic people When they go to prison Go under this umbrella
1: so even if you don't, if, if you go in there as, like, a kind of, like, righteous dude, and you're like, well, I don't really even, I never even really think of race or this or whatever. No, no, no. you, you go in there and you got a fucking, like, it is what it is. Yeah. Like, right? if
0: you're a white guy and you go sit at the black table, like, you're fucked. It doesn't work that way. Like, it, it's purely racial. Crazy. So, I mean, that's the whole other thing. It's, like, all these Mexican, Salvadorian, whatever, people going to prison, they have to be in this group. Right and the thing is you're going to go to prison at some point so like now it's now it's not just in, it's like an out, it's become a yeah. it's a whole fucking thing yeah and it's 13
1: 13 man
0: 13 the other okay so that's the, that's one gang thing cool cool that's one southern california gang right there's another southern california gang thing
1: cuz it's it's pretty much it's like the baddest number right so i mean for oh, yeah. i think it's kind of amazing that 13 is for m but it's still thirteen, you know. They must have been like you imagine that initial meeting when they're kind of figuring it out, where they're like Mexican mafia, and they're like, "Dude." Oh boy, it's the thirteenth letter. Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm probably gonna do uh, it. It was a
0: great accent. I've never, I've never actually thought of it from that angle, but yeah, maybe.
1: But maybe, you know what yeah. I mean. They're like yeah, It's fucking crazy. It's pretty cool. It's pretty crazy. So tell, tell us the other little. So the other gang Tipit.
0: Gang tidbit on the 13 is the outlaw motorcycle club. Oh yeah. We will call it a club. Uh, have been using a patch with a diamond. And
1: this is outlaw motorcycle clubs that that. Uh, that title is like a blanket title for many, uh, 1% clubs, right? An outlaw club is, is different. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's many different clubs, but they're all outlaw. They're all outlaws.
0: Motorcycle clubs. And, 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 and I will get to that. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no. You're you're entirely right. It's not um, the Joe Schmo Dork Club. No, it's the Outlaw Clubs.
1: Yeah, the One
0: Percenters. Yeah, the but fucking
1: badasses.
0: As you will see, the thirteen might have predated the one percent. Uh
1: huh. How interesting.
0: Well, essentially, so Outlaw Motorcycle Clubs—they have these vests that have all the patches on them. It's mm-hmm. a big fucking deal. It's a very big. Guys, deal.
1: you've seen Sons of Anarchy. You've all you, seen Sons you, of Anarchy. You the fucking you've
0: right all watched yeah. Ga- maybe one episode of Gangland. Maybe you haven't. But check you, them out though; they're fucking juicy. Brub loves it. Hells Angels, fucking Mongols, Outlaws, all this shit. You everybody knows that shit, right? But they all, or most of them, wear a patch that says 13 in a diamond, and uh, that's been since the '30s.
1: That's fucking rad. Yeah, I love that shit. You yeah. know, what I, th- I, I, uh, need, I, I, I search for like tradition and yes, like, identity. You
0: and love, you love anything. tradition and identity. Yes. So uh, there's a much disagreement about why they wear a patch that says 13, but there's a few reasons. I'm going to go through them right now. Okay. The most common explanation that people will tell you is that it stands for M, which is meth, or originally they said it stood for marijuana. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Right? Uh, 420. twenty. bo! it's like
0: which seems kind of like stupid to wear a patch that you smoke weed they're saying that you smoke weed or whatever right. but like these clubs started in the fucking 30s 40s <laughs> That's 50s cool and it's Being like the tea head back
1: then yeah uh-huh. but it, like
0: weed was kind of bad yeah, back then like you were kind of badass if, you know yeah. reefer madness and all yeah. that shit like
1: I've I seen the movies
0: yeah weed used to kind of be a big deal uh, and then you know in the 70s and 80s it, it, all the bikers started making and selling meth as their main you know right Way of life. So maybe the M stood for meth at that point. Right. Uh, there, I heard some thing once where it was like people would wear it upside down if they didn't want to partake, which sounds like kind of, okay, maybe a little bit of a bitch. Mm-hmm. If you're in a outlaw motorcycle club and you won't smoke weed, mm, I'm not too sure about that. Other clubs... Because
1: you want to explain the upside down thing real brief?
0: Just means the opposite.
1: It's it's basically, but it's, it's a huge gang thing, which...
0: Well, it's a it's a huge gang thing only in Chicago.
1: Only in Chicago, yeah. if you flip it, even here it's not. A game. No, they don't
0: do that out here.
1: I I was always really stoked on this. Yeah, that
0: that's because Chicago. It's,
1: it's the biggest diss that you can do. Apparently, only in Chicago. But if you if you uh, write someone or you turn someone's club name upside down or you turn their logo upside down or whatever. It's
0: like, it's like, fuck, your it's, shit. It's, it's, it's the, the like biggest, like, fuck, like you. fuck you, but that's only in Chicago. Uh, we'll get to that. Maybe we'll do a Chicago gang. Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: We got, we got some, uh, some listener suggestions. Yeah, We coming did. Up.
0: We did. That's coming up. Um, so anyway, I yeah, would say like whatever reason they put upside down and then it's like they don't partake or, or whatever. Not too sure about that. Other, uh, uh, some people from clubs say that it just stands for motorcycle. Like this is we're motorcycle club, right? And they stand by that. like That's this,
1: kind of super dorky, though. That's, that's super like dorky? The, that's like the dad version of, like, well, it stands for motorcycle.
0: Well, and that's what's... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly right. But they're kind of like... Um, it's like everything's a secret with these guys. That's why, you know, there's so much murkiness about why they actually wear this patch. And people that know a lot about this shit still don't really know. Anyway, um...
1: So it could stand for meth. It could stand for marijuana.
0: And they say it stands medicine. for motorcycle. Right. Uh, the other thing they say. Some people say it stands for Mother Chapter.
1: Oh, jeez. Well, that could be
0: true. That only the guys in the Mother Chapter wear the thirteen. The other. Um, there's another idea that maybe uh, it says that uh, you can only be judged by twelve jurors and a judge. 13.
1: Again, a little dorky. You think you're pushing it? A
0: little dorky. A little dorky. I mean, I wouldn't say that to their faces. Um, but I did find a, 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 a much lesser known exclamation. Exclamation? Expa- Ex- explanation?
1: Explanation, I believe.
0: Which is probably, in my eyes, more likely to be true. Mm-hmm. That uh, there were these outlaw clubs started in the 30s, right? In mm-hmm. Southern California motorcycle guys, and there was this group called the AMA, the American Motorcycle Association, and they would hold races... And they had lots of rules.
1: This like the hill climb kind hill of thing. Hill climb, things. or
0: they would have dirt races. Yeah, that's and, sick. That's yeah. the
1: coolest like motorcycle it, shit.
0: And imagine this ever. in the '30s. Too. Yeah, like so rad. When Harleys were like gnarly, fucking like
1: yeah. And the chicks were so rad. They wear those like baggy ass jeans with the fucking the short hair, beehives and, the, yeah, and yeah, yeah. shit
0: too. Yeah, fucking dope. So the AMA was like kind of like they were kind of like the dork group. They were like putting on all these races, and they, you would win prize money and shit, so, like, the, the shit was all, people wanted right. to be involved, but they had lots of rules, and they were kind of uh, the do-gooders, uh-huh. and, uh, you know, they started, like, kind of, like, I guess making it less fun for the outlaw-ish clubs.
1: Right, who wanted to, like, party. And they wanted like, to I'm get like, drunk.
0: They wanted to drink beer while yeah. they r- raced, yeah. and, like, you know, in the, in the 50s, 40s, 30s, drink wine. Do you know? crazy
1: shit, you know?
0: Smoke Reefer Madness. Mm-hmm. And uh, so a bunch of the outlaw clubs in Southern California decided they were like, fuck these guys, dude. Like, they resented him, you know what I mean? And they were like, uh, well, we'll start our own shit. So the early outlaw clubs in the 30s uh, decided they were going to separate from the AMA and make their own movement uh, without all the strict rules and all the dork shit. And they called it the SCOF, Southern California Outlaw Federation. Whoa. And um, they would hold their own events just for the outlaw clubs, the cool kids.
1: Fucking righteous, bro.
0: Yeah, and the AMA was like, they had this patch that was like a triangle that said AMA. And so uh, they would put that on everything. There was like, that was their shit. And so the outlaws made their own patch that was a diamond, like a four sided diamond. Right. And, uh, they put a 13 in it and what the idea was was that they would hold these events and then the top 13 outlaw motorcycle clubs would get a patch and they would get a trophy and then the trophy had the fucking diamond on it too that was like a 13 and it's It's like
1: an elongated kind of diamond yeah Yeah. it's
0: like a um what's that thing that jay-z's in
1: the Rockefeller. Yeah,
0: it's like the Rockefeller thing where you do your hands.
1: Well, kind of, but it's it's equ- equilateral. It's
0: equidistant. <laughs> it's equidistant. It's equal sides. So it's that with a fucking 13 in it.
1: Yeah, it looks bad as fuck.
0: Yeah, and, and they would wear that on their fucking shit. And it right. was like, we're like the top 13. They were the Diamond Club is what they called them. And then eventually in... Uh, 1947 there was the Hollister race where this like all the outlaw motorcycle clubs went super to Hollister famous, yeah. it's super famous it was in Time Magazine and shit uh-huh. basically all the motorcycle clubs went to this one town in Northern California and fucked it up got hammered drunk smashed everything rode their bikes through fucking windows of stores and yeah. it got down
1: isn't that the the wild ones movies and that it's kind based, of based on, on that. that it
0: is yeah yeah so
1: it's like Marlon Brando and they're all wearing those like they look super like kind of Tom of Finland gay like yeah. hot like like a did, you, did you
0: say Tom of Finland gay hot
1: yes that's exactly what <laughs> I said where it's like they're bad boys, but they're hot, and they were wearing all like tight, strappy sweaters, and like those yes. like and those, those caps, fuck caps, those
0: leather caps, yeah, the yeah. leather
1: daddy caps,
0: leather daddy, like, like like yeah, fuck
1: me up the ass. I think
0: maybe the 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 gays. Are- you know, kind of appropriated. appropriated that later because reappropriated. they reappropriated. because they wanted, it was
1: like bricolage. They yeah. like picked and chose. They were like, like,
0: well, these guys look pretty bad. I want to be a bad boy. Well, yeah.
1: But that movie was also Hollywood. It's like Marlon Brando who was yeah. at his heart. He wasn't like fat, weird Marlon Brando. He was like hot, young Marlon Brando. Right. And they were just riding into towns and they were and like, just, just having, fucking shit up. Having a good time.
0: Like, fucking shit up. <laughs> But that's the funny thing is, like, yeah, the early motorcycle clubs in the 30s and 40s and shit, like, yeah, they look like hot rod glue. They were wearing, like, leather jackets and leather caps and big goggles. and and
1: stripy tie. Well,
0: they wore stripy shirts forever.
1: Yeah, they were super into it. What is that, like a convict thing?
0: No, it's like uh, they would be their colors or whatever, and they, they wore them, like, into the 80s, like, striped fucking.
1: Yeah, but it's, like, super, it's like a gondolier it's like a it's oh a like Venetian a, uh,
0: yeah. a Venetian uh,
1: yeah that's what they look like they're like tight like pants I'm like, like
0: I didn't know you were this much into the fashion you're making a lot of I weird know gestures. a lot
1: about the the fashion of this time the, yeah. the women in particular there's been some incredible I have I have no names to um to say but there's incredible books on like norwegian bikers of this time in the 40s like 30s 40s 50s yeah. and stuff who have that thing where they're they have the beehive and the girls have all the eye makeup and they're all cut yeah. but, but they're from from fucking norway so it's going through that filter the weird that I filter love so
0: yeah and this was like, and like, see, like i don't even know how they would it, have gotten that out oh, of like southern so california great
1: they were like having knife fights in the streets oh and shit totally. as like 15 year old fucking Norwegian kids like, yeah it's fucking amazing
0: well the one from Southern California is Mother Ruth who is actually a member of the fucking Hells Angels oh yeah the only like female they don't fucking do that anymore incredible and she would wear like a chain for her belt and like have a padlock the
1: thick thick ass chain with the padlock yeah is the best fucking then, belt like, ever and you know,
0: boots and like a uh, you know one of those scarfs on her head and shit oh yeah she was gnarly.
1: So dope.
0: Um, where the fuck? Where was I? So yeah. So they're, so they're doing. Their, they got this patch. Then in 1947, the Hollister thing happens. They kick off. They fuck up the whole town. And the do-gooders of the AMA, the gnar here, the dorks <laughs> yeah. go. Uh, well, uh, you know, because apparently they claim they never said this, but in some article somewhere, right. it came out that they said, listen. of motorcycle riders are law-abiding citizens that don't cause trouble for anybody, and we just like to have fun on the weekends or whatever. And it's only 1% of the no-gooders that ruin it for everybody. So then all the outlaw motorcycle clubs... Said, "Oh, really? There's only one percent of the people that are fucking outlaws that fuck it up for everybody. Well, we're the one percent. We're
1: the one percent, and we're well, proud winners. of that.
0: So they they kept they so they took the diamond patch that used to say thirteen and put a one percent symbol in it,
1: dude. And to
0: this day." every outlaw motorcycle club that's officially and, you, and it's, there's a whole process to be officially an outlaw motorcycle club an outlaw outlaw motorcycle motorcycle club, motorcycle club. has a diamond with a 1% in it dude and this research is saying that the started is a 13 for the 13 best outlaw clubs from the uh, you know
1: or possibly from for uh Mm-hmm. Motorcycle.
0: Motorcycle. Oh, oh, yeah, but it might be...
1: Uh, I have a 13 patch, and that stands for um Morse. the fact that I ride a motorcycle.
0: motorcycle. But I will say, the Bandito's Diamond 13 patch says 13, and then under it, in little letters, it says, Motorcyclism.
1: That's fucking cool.
0: So... Who knows? Maybe it is, but this is the thing. You never know. These
1: motorcyclism? Are- yeah. I've never even heard that that expression before. Yeah. It's so fucking good.
0: Well, because that's what they, they're they like, we fucking ride motorcycles. That is, Dude, that's the whole point of these. That's good. Yeah. So, who knows? It could be meth. It could be marijuana. It could be Mother Chapter. It could be motorcyclism. Or it could be that it all came from the first 13 uh, motorcycle Clubs that were outlaws in Southern California. Or
1: it could come from the fact that like 13 has just been like a badass number since fucking time immemorial. Time
0: immemorial.
1: And that everyone fucking looks at that and they're like, 13, man. Mm -hmm. It's fucking shit. And they try to just meld their shit to fit
0: the fucking mold. Whatever it is. But those are my two... Those are my... uh, I Southern California uh, gang uh, 13 story. I
1: love it. And like, I want to say in further in, in my research, in the history of all this shit, is that th- speaking about La M.A., the fucking 13 was a very crazy number for the Mayans. Oh, yeah? Yeah.
0: The um, biker gang on Sons of Anarchy?
1: No, no, no. Oh, the real ones. The real Mayan calendar shit. The thirteenth baktun was basically the whole thing that was meant to bring about the 2012 apocalypse. Oh, I remember that. The Mayan calendar. Yeah. Remember all this shit. Oh, that was Thirteen nuts. was a really huge mm-hmm. thing, and all of that. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing: I just wanted to put this in here because I saw a meme the other day, and it said, uh, "Yeah, like." everyone thought the mind calendar apocalypse 2012 thing was like bullshit. But dude, has anything ever felt real since then?
0: Whoa. And it
1: fucking blew my mind. Yeah. Because then I really thought about it and I was like, you know what? The world could have ended there. Like if you think about reality as like a fucking weird hologram and shit Uh like that, has it, I wish it did Listeners, think about it for a minute Think about that 2012 apocalypse right? Think about how things
0: Have gone since then Have
1: gone since then
0: Fuck, man Could that
1: have been the end of our world?
0: Well, maybe that was the end of the good world
1: That's what I'm saying, dude And
0: that's why we live in shit world now
1: Yes, now we're in alternate
0: reality
1: shit world
0: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, actually
1: Anyway, so I wanted to put that in there. That's a good one. It's a good one, yeah. right? So I have I have a... Just to close it out, I have a couple of, you know... I feel like this is a really well-rounded episode because we've went, we been into Southern California fucking gut, uh, gang, gang culture. culture. We've had the superstition. We've had the medical kind of, like, definitions and yeah. stuff.
0: Your grandfather decided to take a day off on Friday the 13th. Yeah,
1: he didn't decide. He just pathologically <laughs> couldn't go, <laughs> I was probably a hangover.
0: Hangover.
1: He was probably a
0: hangover. He was going to be a hangover <laughs> every Friday the 13th, which I feel like...
1: Do you want to explain a hangover? It's the best thing ever.
0: Uh, Just, you know, a co-worker, not super smart. Thought that's what. No,
1: I think it was more ESL, right?
0: No, he was born here. <laughs> he, just, he was just like a former he meth said, addict. He
1: said, I am a hangover.
0: Yeah, he didn't know the weighty, but he would also oh, say that's like... So great. Uh, he would also call Febreze free breeze.
1: Yeah, that's good too.
0: And, uh, God, he had some good. Okay. Ones. So
1: I'm just going to round it off with a, a few fucking cool things that I found out mm. also about the number 13. Yeah. R- now rattle I, them off. Fucking. I, what I'm saying is, is I had much more. I just, I just dipped into the mind thing, but mm-hmm. I'm going to skip a couple for your benefit Rob. Well, but I, I just want to say this.
0: Just remember, Billy, this is supposed to be the best episode we've ever done.
1: Yeah, it is.
0: Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah,
1: it's really informative <laughs> for the people. Mm. Um, so in Wicca, witchcraft, mm. um, most covens have 13 members.
0: Oh, mm. interesting. interesting.
1: Perhaps it is a remnant of a repressed lunar cult. In ancient cultures, the number 13 represented femininity, perhaps, no, not perhaps, just forget the perhaps, femininity, because it corresponded to the number of the lunar slash menstrual
0: cycles. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Um, in a year, basically, a woman has 13 periods a year.
0: That's fucked up because there's only 12 months, dude.
1: Yeah, exactly. You guys get it.
0: You push we an extra one in there.
1: We get a bonus. You get a
0: bonus fucking shit week.
1: And there's, you know, 13 whatever fucking lunar cycles in a year. So the Jesus. theory is that the, as the solar calendar triumphed over the lunar, the number 13 became a bad luck. Basically, as uh, in okay. when the fucking patriarchy took over the lunar-based fucking religions.
0: Wait, so it used to be women religions?
1: Yes, we it a hundred percent was always the goddess, and it was always worshipping the moon. When? And then in ancient fucking cultures. We'll have to go into a Yeah, not property. since I've been alive. And No, exactly. You've been in a solar based. You've been in a fucking met and you've been mm. fucking everything up.
0: Yeah, that's for sure. So
1: the number 13 became bad luck when, the, when you moved into the fucking solar patriarchy. Uh, shat over uh, the feminine yeah, religions.
0: Uh, we shit on them. Right? Crazy. Probably shouldn't have done that. Here's
1: another thing about, about uh, full moons. A year with 13 full moons instead of 12, because it only happens now and again that they have 13, pose problems for the monks in charge of the fucking calendars, right? Mm. So these are the monks back in the days. These are essentially like the the characters in Office Space, the movie. You know what I mean? Okay. They're like monks in the 14th century, and they're like, oh, my God fucking this year's got 13 moons now I have gotta do a whole nother fucking tea report I gotta I gotta fucking redo the spreadsheet yeah cause it's fucking my whole shit up yeah this is the quote from the monks
0: and they just wanna make wine this was
1: considered a very unfortunate circumstance especially by the monks who had charge of the calendar of 13 months for that year and it upset the regular arrangement of church festivals.
0: Aww. So
1: basically, the monks told everybody that thirteen sucked. Right. Because they had to do more, more paperwork that year. <laughs> they had to reorganize all their fucking festivals.
0: They're like cops, they're like, dude, I gotta write this. The up. paperwork. Fuck this paperwork god. Right? Just pretend it didn't happen. So,
1: going on to the monks, maybe they pushed this because here's what I I really kind of want to end on the fucking Jesus reason. What? Jesus basically made fucking 13 bad luck. Because at and this is this is real shit. This is the first thing that pops up when you go, why is the number 13 unlucky? This is the first reason.
0: What do you mean, on Google?
1: Yeah. In my... Of course. In my... uh, With my research assistant that I put it into.
0: Uh, Oh, yeah. uh, Mrs. Jujel, yeah.
1: The guys that I work with call Google Big Sister. Mm. (laughs) It's kind of funny. Um, Jesus' Hmm. reason. So at Jesus' last supper... There were 13 people at the table. And what did we learn in the first part of this episode? 13, 13 people. 13 people. One dies. Around the table. Bad luck. Yeah. One dies. 13 people around. 13 people at the table. Of so Jesus's, is the painting there 13? 13. Counting Christ and the 12 apostles. Yeah, he's looking at his phone right now because he doesn't believe me. No, I'm, l- I'm going to look at the painting. Some believe this is unlucky because one of those 13 is Judas, and he was the betrayer of Jesus, and he was the 13th person to sit down at Of the course
0: table. Judas was.
1: Right? So here's another thing. Many Christians also believe that either and or both – the um, crucifixion happens on the thirteenth.
0: Uh, I can verify. There are thirteen people <gasps> in this painting. Boom! Jesus is in the middle. Is Judas, is, is Judas the one with the red cape?
1: I don't know. I don't know. Did he have one. a
0: bald head and a big goatee?
1: He had a beard, I reckon. But didn't they all?
0: No. There's some clean shavers.
1: There's there's clean beards.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's got a smashed nose, a huge goatee, and a shaved head, and a red cape. Can somebody he, tell
1: us who Jesus, who uh, Judas is? Yeah, which
0: one is Judas in this painting?
1: But he was the thirteenth to sit
0: at the table. Oh, uh, I guess any of these seats could have been the last one. I'm just, I was looking at the the, the the last person at the table.
1: And here I got one more little bit. I'm, I'm glad you confirmed that. That was cool. That was real time, like fucking. Uh, hey, we're not going to
0: we're not just going to spout you guys a bunch of dumb shit that's not true.
1: Yeah, so people believe that that either the crucifixion or and or the Last Supper happened on the 13th, but their their calendar is weird because they can't decide whether the Last Supper was like a Passover meal or like what they were eating in the.
0: It's, oh, a whole, right. it's a whole big
1: thing. My guess, it, hummus. Here,
0: <laughs> hummus and pita bread. And, like fish. Uh, oh yeah. no,
1: that's Passover, right? Like you can't eat meat. You don't all right, all right. Uh,
0: don't I quote me on a this. A lot of
1: bread and wine,
0: right? Bread and wine. Yeah.
1: Here's another thing. Here's the last thing. This is like going into like Indiana Jones type territory. My
0: favorite territory.
1: The Knights Templar Massacre.
0: Oh, yeah. Here we go.
1: So the Knights Templar, who were widely believed to be protecting the Holy Grail. Mm -hmm. We all know what the Holy Grail is, right? It's a cup. It's the cup that what? That Jesus drank out at the Last Supper.
0: Oh, that's where it is. That's what it is. I thought it was a cup. I thought it was if you drank from that cup, you wouldn't die.
1: Yeah, that's the thing. It's the it's meant to be the cup of uh, eternal life or eternal
0: youth. And that's why in but Indiana Jones, he picks the the shitty rock one because like Jesus would have had a rock cup. Yeah. Like, yeah. He carved out with, like, exactly. A piece of so flint. it's
1: not a it's not the gold cup. It's not elaborate. Yeah. It's his cup that he had at the Last Supper in that painting. What does his cup look like in that painting?
0: Uh, Let me verify. We
1: could fucking be onto the Holy Grail, right?
0: Did we just solve this case? We might have. They actually have glasses in the painting. In the painting, they have scotch glasses. What? And a decanter. (laughs) I'm not fucking with you, dude. And they got metal plates. What the fuck? Look. That's glass. Dude, yeah. Did they have glass back then? It
1: looks like they got glass. We're There's, just looking for... I mean, we've, we're kind of fucked then. Because that could be any glass in... Uh, that could
0: be any glass anywhere. Anyway, I didn't know they had glasses back then.
1: Anyway, let me just finish this a little bit. So, they were protecting the Holy Grail, which now looks like is a juice glass. It's probably in your parents' cupboard right now.
0: Yeah. Um, My mom's making a vodka gimlets in it.
1: And... But what what people didn't really know is that they were guarding the Holy Grail. They were guarding various other like holy artifacts. But they were also acted like as a bank for various European kings. Right. And after King Philip from the from French from French from France, uh-huh. King Philip of France um, lost a war with England, and he became very indebted to the knights and he basically conspired with the Pope and fucking got the the knights Templar, arrested charged them with Satanism all this kind of shit, beat them killed them, blah 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 that all happened on Friday the 13th
0: get the fuck out of town
1: so it all comes back to the fucking knights Templar and that fucking Hangs in, bangs in the fucking final nail. Did
0: you just put the nail in the coffin? Yeah. <laughs> with that strange, with that strange sound?
1: Yeah. And then I also just want, this is one other thing. This is the last thing I'm going to say. But it's also a, a Fibonacci number.
0: Oh, is that the Italian um, chest maker?
1: It's an Italian guy. I don't know if he made chests but the fibonacci numbers it's, it's kind of a crazy thing and it's so much math that i couldn't un- even understand one fibonacci's worth. right and uh but yeah it's also that so like it's check what? that out a fibonacci number you know the fucking the, the those stoner um, posters that are the the spiral that is the spiral that's the spiral like it magic eye well, it's like a never-ending fucking. The math makes it so the fucking spiral can never end. You know what I'm saying?
0: I th- uh, yeah. may- are they black? Are they, are they black? Anyway,
1: black? that's it. That's the number thirteen.
0: Yeah, that's very very th- powerful number. I
1: feel like I learned some stuff today. <laughs> I feel like you learned a lot of stuff.
0: I learned a lot.
1: You looked flabbergasted.
0: I was. I had goosebumps at one point. I was flabbergasted in another. I got to talk about Southern California gang culture. It's we've a good day. D- we've I mean, officially a done the best day. We've right. done the we've done the best episode of our life. Uh, and you know what we should do? Hey, let's let's shout out some fucking
1: Yeah, we got a couple of shout outs. We've get
0: make. some things. This is kinda cool, guys, because here's the thing. Like, we feel like, you know, we're putting a lot of work into this. We feel like a bit of a bit of a vacuum. We've been getting some fucking rad feedback lately. You and, guys
1: are Fucking great. Yeah. And these these kind of little, like, nuggets of encouragement.
0: Yeah, they keep us going.
1: Dude, it's been great. Yeah,
0: it's awesome. So, so who do we got here? We got, we,
1: uh, you want to read?
0: Uh, I don't know what he is.
1: That's that's somebody's name. He-Fee.
0: He-Fee? usually read them because you're the one that took down the notes because you were the one that was going through all this
1: um, stuff. Yeah, we want to say thanks to He-Fee. I don't know if we're saying that right. We want to say... You
0: know like, what? It could be Hefe. That's Spanish no. for boss.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't think it's special. Um, spe- special?
0: It's Spache. Hey, shout out to Hefe the Special.
1: Um, we want to say what up and thank you to Dave from Adelaide.
0: Dave from Adelaide. Shout out.
1: Um, TJ Zagar. This is what I've written down. Yep. We don't know if this is really your names, guys, but we want to say
0: what
1: up yeah and we want to say thank you
0: yeah thanks thanks uh william cody watson has some fucking awesome ideas thoughts thank you for the shout outs uh balfour's fucking bakery in adelaide hit uh, us up on instagram
1: balfour's because balfour's.
0: they make the little frog things
1: they make the frog. yeah thanks balfour's for hitting us up
0: uh, so anyway thanks for the uh feedback we really appreciate it um anybody's got ideas or anything they want to say, hit us up on Instagram or send us an email and uh, we'll see you next week. Uh, See you next week. Hey, fricabuca.
1: Friday's? No. Yeah. What's up? What's going on?